0: Have you ever heard the story of the emperor's new clothes? Here's how it goes. Two swindlers arrive at the capital city of an emperor who spends lavishly on clothing at the expense of his kingdom. Posing as weavers, they offer to supply him with magnificent clothes that are invisible to those who are incompetent. The emperor hires them and they set up looms to go to work, or stations to make the clothes. Now a succession of officials, and then the emperor himself, visit these swindlers to check their progress. But because they claim that the clothes are invisible, each sees that they're empty, but they pretend otherwise so that they don't get labeled as being a fool. Because remember, only the incompetent can't see. So finally, the weavers report that the emperor's suit is complete. They pretend like they are dressing him, and he sets off in a procession in his birthday suit before the whole city. Now, the townspeople uncomfortably go along with this pretense because they don't want to be called a fool either. They don't want to seem incompetent. Until a child blurts out that the f is wearing nothing at all. The people then realize that everyone has been fooled and by not saying anything, they are the fools. And while he's startled, the emperor continues to go on, walking more proudly than ever, choosing ignorance over reality. Now, while this story is told about an emperor and a town who were fooled by other people, how often do we do that exact thing to ourselves? Because deep down, you know you're not where you want to be. But you might be trying to trick yourself into settling that this is just the way things are. This is as good as it gets. Success is for other people. I should just be grateful with what I have. When deep down you have a dream, you have a calling, you have a burning desire or a passion to step out from the normal day to day, that ain't fulfilling you, just clocking in and going through the motions and do the work that you know you need to do in order to live the life that you know you're called to live. To step up and take the uncomfortable action off the path that everyone else around you is walking, off the path that we think others want us to take, off the path that we see others taking, off the path that we've been on far too long. And staying there out of routine, staying there out of comfort because we know what we know and the fear of the unknown is so great that we don't want to risk it. We stay there out of complacency. When we stay where we are and intentionally ignore, intentionally turn a blind eye, to taking the uncomfortable action that we know we need to take, we stay stuck in complacency. And over time, it eats away at your confidence until you reach what feels like the point of no return, until you feel like you're too far behind to start. You missed your chance. Everyone else is way too far ahead. You beat yourself up for not acting when you had the chance in the beginning. And you start to believe the lie that it's too late to start. This is the confidence killer of complacency. And if we're honest, we've all fallen into this. You might be in this state of complacency right now, so thank goodness that you're hearing this. Complacency isn't not knowing what to do. Complacency is choosing to accept things as they are when you know that you have more to give. You might not know how to do it, but you know that you're meant for more. You know there's another level for you to grow into, but you choose to stay where you are. Most often, it's from the fear of failure those thoughts like, well, well, what what if I try and I end up looking like an idiot? Or what will people think of me if I fall on my face? What will my friends and family say? Or procrastination or the fear of rejection. Staying in this place of complacency, whether it's in the context of your career or a significant relationship or any area of your life for that matter, that you're not happy with. It comes from one simple reason. You are not making progress. And from that lack of progress, not only are you unhappy, but your level of confidence in that area of your life has filled you with crippling anxiety. Complacency is the silent confidence killer because it doesn't affect you at first. It doesn't take a hold right away. It slips through the cracks like a slippery serpent. And the longer that you stay in complacency, the more it affects you negatively over time. So what are you supposed to do? If, you, if you're hearing this and you're like, that's me, that's me, but I've been here for too long. I've been stuck. What do I do? It feels so overwhelming. I should have done something once, years, decades ago. Is there any hope? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because here's the real talk on what to do. And the good news about this is the solution is a lot more simple than you think. All too often, if you're in this season of regret or you've been here for years, you look at it and you say, this is so complicated. It's so complex, there's so many angles. The only way to fix this is through a complex solution. But the reality is, complex problems are only solved by simple solutions. Because if you try to implement a complex solution, what happens is, the dang thing's 50 steps long, and by the time you get to step three, you forgot what step two was. And then, you get confused. And if you confuse, you lose. But it's these simple solutions that are the solutions to complex problems because they're so clear. Clarity is power because if you know what to do and it makes sense, you'll actually do it. So here's what to do in this situation. This particular confidence killer of complacency it creates that feeling of anxiety that, that you're stuck where you know you're capable of doing more. You know, like, for real, if you're not BSing yourself, you know you're not top, tapping into your full potential. But you're overwhelmed with regret that you didn't do it sooner. And that feeling leads to one core regret, one core disempowerment. And that feeling that this leads to is anxiety perhaps you've heard of it (laughs) and when it comes to disempowering emotions including anxiety there is a really simple thing that i heard years ago that is so freaking true and it's so simple and it's so truthful i think it will give you clarity on where anxiety comes from and that thing that anxiety comes from is time specifically the time zone that you're living in. Here's what I learned years ago. If you're living in the past, you are living in depression. If you are living in the future, you are living in anxiety. But if you are living in the present, you are living the gift of life. Or that is why it's called the present. So simply put, Anxiety often comes from staying focused on the future, so much so that it stirs up fear of the future because there are so many unknowns. There are so many factors outside of your control that you don't feel prepared to handle them. And remember, because you're focusing on that, that is what you feel. Because where focus goes, energy flows. So here is how that plays out into complacency in terms of anxiety and your level of self-confidence. If you are complacent, meaning that you are not taking action on what you know you could be doing, and because you aren't taking any action, you don't Feel prepared. What happens from not feeling prepared is that that gives you anxiety. And when you're in a state of anxiety, your confidence is non existent. And here's where this becomes a trap you don't feel confident because you're in a state of anxiety. And when you feel that way, and you get around other people, they can instantly see that you're anxious, and when they see that in you, they don't even have to say anything, but their body language, how they look at you, their eyes, tell that to you, and you can see it because you're so anxious, you become self-conscious, and you instantly can read them feeling that they're looking at you like You're an anxious pile of anxiety and don't have confidence, which only reinforces your fear that you're too anxious, and it fills this cycle of anxiety, killing your confidence, adding even more to your anxiety, and you can see what happens from there. I'm talking (laughs) from (laughs) experience. So, no, I'm not reading your mind. I'm saying what actually happens. And while that might be you, that past, because here's the reality, what I just described was your past and your past does not determine your future because here's the good news. The antidote to that whole confidence killer cascade is to prepare to take effective action because the more you prepare, the more competent you are, meaning the more you know, and the more competent you are, the more confident you become. Psalm 139, 23 to 24 reads Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, and know my anxieties, and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. These anxieties. Almost always stem from inaction, not doing the things that you know you could do, or not taking action to find what those are. So, the reality of this whole concept of complacency is that if you're feeling, if you're not feeling competent, if you have this feeling, it's likely because you're feeling under. Prepared. That's the underlying cause. Because, as one of the laws of nature states, if you're not growing, you're dying. And that relates to your confidence. So, you must continually feed your mind in the area that you want to feel more confident in. So, if you're looking to do a new career, Constantly feed your mind on that career. If you have a a crappy relationship or or lacking a relationship, feed your mind on healthy relationships, and on and on and on. Now, this whole concept really clicked for me for like true story, ninth grade, and, and I'm going to share this. That th- this really happened. This is true. Back in like junior high school ninth grade, I'll never forget this because I don't know about like how your high school was, but in mine, a lot of my teachers had like motivational posters on the wall, and often it was like the humdrum quotes and stories, things like all I ever needed to know I learned in kindergarten uh another one was uh the golden rule, things like that, and I have seen all these before, however, there was one poster that when I saw it I had never heard that phrase before and when I noticed it it came at a time it was I what I'd call a god moment looking back because when I saw this poster I had went to class and I didn't do my homework and that's on me so because I didn't do the work I got a bad grade and I didn't feel very good about it I was really disappointed in myself, but I knew that I earned that bad grade from the work I didn't do, and when I had that realization is the moment that I saw this poster, and I'll never forget it, it hit me like a lightning bolt, and what the poster said was this, today's preparation determines tomorrow's achievement. I saw that, and I can still see it in my mind's eye, like burned in my brain. I saw that in my ninth grade health classroom, and I still remember it to this day. The hard truth is the realization that you can't get upset from the results you didn't get, from the work you didn't do. And that can be a hard pill to swallow, but if you're not where you want to be in a certain area of your life right now, The truth will set you free, and the truth is the only reason that you're not happy in that area is that you're not feeling like you're making progress, because if you're not growing, you're dying, which is feeling not being happy. So here is your action plan to not only escape from this complacency, but immunize yourself against complacency from ever creeping up on you in the future. Here is the antidote. Read every day. The simple target is to read 10 pages every single day, non-negotiable, no matter what. And when I say read 10 pages, I ain't talking about no picture books. I ain't talking about C spot run. I ain't talking about an audiobook and counting 10 minutes as 10 pages. I mean a physical hold in your hand, turn the pages with your fingers book to expand your mind and invest in your personal development. Because once your mind gets expanded, it can never shrink back to what it used to be before. That is a powerful truth and all the more reason to get excited about making it your new daily habit. Something I heard years ago uh, really struck me as, as it pertains to reading. And one of the like OGs in the personal development space was Jim Rohn, who was Tony Robbins' original mentor. And he said that reading is so important that it is more valuable than food. That mental nourishment is more critical to your growth and fulfillment than physical nourishment. He said, it's fine to miss a meal, but don't miss your reading. And that is why this one skill is the ultimate antidote and insurance policy against the confidence killer of complacency. Now, there are tons of excellent books out there, and I learned this pretty late in life, to be real. Um, I had graduated pharmacy school. You know, I was done with the Piro and reading the 900-page books with words and pathways and all that. But I was on a trip. I'll never forget. This is where it started for me. I was on vacation in Mexico, I believe. And I I had a book. I just grabbed a book. I forget where I got it from. But I grabbed a book to read on the beach because I love the beach. So as I was on the beach, this book I started to read. The first book that kicked it for me was Mindset by Carol Dweck. That book rocked my world. And that was the book that bit me in terms of the incredible power of your mind, of personal development, and how you can never stop growing. There's so much to learn. And it's amazing because the more you learn, the more you learn, you don't know. But that was the book that was my catalyst after I read that book. I had never stopped reading since. And from that time, I now read three books a month. And I've done that for over a decade. So I've got a lot of great recommendations. And I did this a while ago. But years back, I put together a list of my personal favorite books, along with a short synopsis like bullet points of my top learning tips so that you could get a taste to see if it would be a good fit or an area that you'd like to grow in. So it's on my website. It's at thefitpharmacist.com slash booknook. That's thefitpharmacist.com slash B-O-O-K hyphen N-O-O-K. The link for that will be in the show notes, so you can check out the summaries of the books that I've posted up in there. I cannot tell you how impactful reading can be at elevating your level of self-confidence because that's looking back that's where part of mine came from like the reason i do all this content is because i didn't have that for most of my life and i know what that's like and i'm never going back there and if you're in that place i don't want you to stay there so i'm sharing all the stuff that actually works that will get you further faster with the least effort possible And I know it works. It's not just me saying this, but I'm a living, breathing testimony that this stuff is real. I cannot tell you this enough. So when you do this, it's not going to only boost your self-confidence, but it's also going to lead into a higher quality of life. So make it a must, not a should. Commit to reading 10 pages a day, and it will immunize you Against what I call excusitis, which is known as the failure disease. I actually got and learned that from a book, The Magic of Thinking Big by Dr. David Schwartz. And that disease is caused from the virus of complacency. Leaders are readers, and you must stand guard at the doorway of your mind. That simple daily practice is what you can use to script your confidence. So go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. Don't get caught as the emperor with no clothes, running a buck buck naked. Water the garden of your mind by reading 10 pages a day. Over time, it will compound to riches that are immeasurable beyond your wildest imagination. Confidence, all the things, It's the consistency of never missing a day that compounds into becoming the confidence that you desire and deserve. It will enrich your mind so that you can serve at the highest level with confidence. And that, my friend, is where fulfillment comes from. So go be a blessing and live a life worthy of the calling you have received. God bless.